what's going on, everybody? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Card Progression Podcast. Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. It is the 13th of January in 2022. Oh, my Lord. We're already getting halfway through the month. We're like 124th the way through the year. What the hell happened, man? Anyway, we've got one hell of a podcast for you because... Better call the doctor because I got some new medicine for you. Yeah, that's funny because that's the name of the band we got to interview today. Before we get started, though, I want to thank our sponsors first, Phoenix Fitness. Hopefully, you're still on that. You know, if you have that New Year's resolution of get in shape, you know, be fit, get physically healthy, hit the gym more. Yeah, I hope you're still kicking on that. I hope you're hitting that drill. I hope you're going to gym. Hopefully, it's the way it's getting strong like Adam. Yeah, yeah. But. You might need some help in terms of like recovery to make sure you achieve those fitness goals and make sure you're able to get back going after that previous workout. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes in with many different supplements, such as pre-workouts, both with Stim and Stim Free Stuff. I use Stim Free Stuff because, well, I'm crazy enough as it is. They also, they also have like BCAA compounds for your recovery, proteins for your morning, nighttime, and after workout, creatine, multivitamins, anything you might need to achieve your fitness goals, Phoenix Fitness has for you. Our listeners get 15% off using the code MSOTD at checkout at FedExFit.com. Thanks, Phoenix Fitness. Our second sponsor is Custom Debuts. Now, what does Custom Debuts do? So what Custom Debuts does is they create these cool custom posters for you on anything around music. So how do you do this? You tell them the name of a band. And from that band, you guys are given an album or a song from that band. And what they'll do is they'll create a custom poster for you around that song or around that album. They'll include the album artwork, the track listing, the lyrics that specific song on that poster, whatever you want. They will come back to you with approval within 40 hours of your purchase of what a concept could look like. And you have limited edits until you give them the thumbs up if that's what you want. And they will send it to you either printed on museum paper, a canvas print, or even an aluminum print. For you to be like the coolest guy in the office, for you to be the coolest guy, you know, have the coolest rec room and just kind of have the coolest poster around town. I mean, hell, where's my Ice Nine Kills one or my Rise Against one or my new medicine one for that matter? Every single listener of the Corporate Rush podcast can get 10% off using code CPP10 at Custom Debut's website. So thank you, Custom Debut's for that. Now on to our feature presentation. Yes, call the doc. You need some new medicine because new medicine is back, baby. After a five-year hiatus, the band returned Right as the pandemic hit, they've been releasing singles. They've got a lot of new music ready to come out in 2022. They're potentially going to be playing a lot of shows in 2022. Not a lot, maybe some, but a good amount. That's what we're hoping for. And I had to talk to Jake, the front man for the band, all about it. So we talk about the band's decision, you know, basically go independent to, for this comeback. Uh, the reason go on hiatus just Jake's overall mindset in terms of what he's doing, just how the band is creating some of these songs, you know, just the freedom that they have to do some of this stuff and overall seeing the happiness that is around new medicine. It is something that you do not want to miss out on. So enjoy this one fans, especially new medicine fans, because big things are happening from the band in 2022. Are you ready? Because I sure as hell am. Let's go. Yes. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast. Very likely you've heard this band sometime in the early 2010s before their hiatus in 2015. They're back, they're releasing singles. And to my friend Bennett, who made sure I knew about this band a while back, hey man, guess who's on the podcast? So please welcome uh, Jake from the band New Medicine. So Jake, welcome to Chord Progression Podcast. Heck yeah, man. Glad to be here, guys. Thanks for having me, brother. Great to have you on here, man. How's everything going in your world today? 
everything's good, man. Just kind of getting gearing up um, for the holidays, but um, you know, just working on music until the very end. You know I mean? I'm just, uh, you know, I've turned all my songs in for the year, but it's just, I'm already working on next year. You know what I mean? So uh, excited for that. Excited to spend some time um, with my family over the holidays. So just that normal stuff. Just, just normal working, grinding away, just doing what you love to do, and then looking forward to spending time with family while you can. And I totally get it. I mean, that's always one thing I look forward to. It's like, okay, you know, I actually get to spend time with my family and sometimes, you know, maybe take a break from the podcast stuff. But then, of course, I'm always thinking about, okay, what guests do I want to have on? Yeah, How do I got to yeah, go about yeah. this stuff? It Let's never stops, man. never stops. It, yeah, well, the thing about it, I think I always tell people about the music industry is because, you know, um, we're just 24 hours a day most of the year. Right. Where it's like, I might be doing something. I, it doesn't matter what time of night it is. And someone will text me at nine 30. Hey man, could you send me a demo that could you send me, could you tweak that mix on this song? Cause you do, you know, cause I'm a producer and a songwriter for a lot of other artists. I write songs and produce other artists a lot. And there are constantly people are hitting me up or managers or agents or this or that. Can you do this? Can you? And so then for the holidays, it's what's interesting about the music industry is about pretty much almost like last week, it's like shut down basically like most none of the labels are really open everyone's out like my publisher today at sony was like i said should i turn these new songs in today or should i just wait to the new year he's like dude no one's even in the office just wait till the new year bro i'm like okay so um it's kind of a nice decompression time but for me i have so many things i feel like i'm obligated to do during the normal time that i'm like ooh, now i have this free window where no one's kind of like telling me i gotta be not that my business, you know, I mean, like I, I kind of do whatever I want. I get to write songs every day, but I do have a publisher that I'm, you know, obligated to turn stuff into and stuff like that. So it's kind of nice to have this little window here for a couple of weeks where anything goes, you know. It is nice to have that window. We've had mind as well, just being on the podcast side of things, you know, talking to as many bands as possible. It is nice to get that break in there. But even with my mind, I'm like wait, this is time I could be talking to bands, interviewing bands and like really getting stuff going and potentially, you know, see who ends up coming up, see who I end up landing. It's like the day I record this, I'm recording an episode with you. And before this, I just recorded an episode with Elias from Nonpoints. I'm just like, you know yeah, what, dude. let's just keep this going. Let's just, let's just not stop because if I don't stop now, then there might be another time later down the line where all of a sudden it's like stuff's still going on. Maybe there's a couple of concerts I want to go see. It's just like, you know what? Then I can take my little bit of time off and go yeah. focus on that. When I've got the time now, let's hammer it home. Absolutely, man. I love that. It's it's the it's the way I kind of have my mind, way it works around it. But I kind of do understand what you're saying because when it kind of gets around to the holidays, the end of the year, it's everyone so focused in on just like, okay, we hit the end of the year, especially the music industry. There's really not much going on because, of course, all the artists that are out I travel on their own, they want to be home for the holidays. They want to yeah, see yeah, their yeah. families. Yep. So why don't we just like pull back and take a break and all of a sudden, you know, January comes around all of a sudden, all right, now let's get back to work. Let's hit oh, the yeah, ground yeah. running. Yep. Yep. Back to in January. Yeah. It, it, once it starts again, it just doesn't stop. And then you just keep, you're like, oh, we're going to this up, you know. I'm thinking about this and the next release and the next song and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I love what I do, man. So it's all good. You know, um, I just, I keep knocking on wood every year that I still get to do music for a living, which is great, you know? And I mean, you've been doing music for a living for what, at least 12, 13 years at this point. Yeah. It's been a minute, man. I mean, honestly, some of the early days in new medicine, even when we got signed, you know, it was like, it was a lot of, it was more rough. It was like, I'm sleeping in a van and we were just getting going and all that stuff in those first couple of years. But I mean, that's all I got. That's all I did was, I mean, I didn't need any money then because I was just traveling and playing shows every night. And I just, as long as I had food in my belly and a beer at the end of the night, it was great. And, uh, 
you know, now I've been in a, in a much better place than that, but it's, it's just a blessing every year to be able to do it. And, um, you know, just, it's just, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, you can define, whoa, did you make it? You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, am I, am, am I the food fighters? No, but I'm like, but have I made a really great living making music my entire, like for like the last 10 years, since I graduated high school, dude, you know, like I've been making music for a living. I got signed when I was 19 and, uh, it's like about defining success to yourself. Right. So for me, I'm like, man, I don't have to work a job, dude. Like I just play guitar and write songs and sing every day. So for me, I'm yeah, I made it in the mean. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I feel very blessed, man. It's, it's, it's awesome. No, like you can tell in your voice, you can tell just by the way you look, just that positivity, Ranger, when you're talking about that, the passion behind it, you definitely have hit that mark of success because the way I always look at it, I always look at kind of subscribe to the Gary V kind of style of success where success being relative to happiness, where you could be making, you know, two, three million, ten million dollars a year. Yeah. And financially, yeah, according to society, yeah, you look successful. But if yeah. you're not happy in the slightest sense, I mean, then what's the point? You could be right. doing you could be doing something more simple, make less money. Like I've got a buddy, he, uh, he like cuts metal, makes tools for a living. He's married. He owns his own house. He loves what he does. He loves his life. I'm like, dude, you're more successful than some of these people that are just like constantly grinding and not happy with what they do. It's all relative to what you see as happiness. And clearly you get to write music and play guitar all day. And that's what you get to do. And you make money. You have a comfortable living. You have a great family. I mean, it makes a lot of sense that you're happy. Therefore success equals happiness. Boom. You did it. Exactly. And I think that's all I have to like, when I was 19, maybe I just, I mean, like things were happening to the bands so fast. And I just kind of was like, you know, I'm young and I'm, you know, thinking I'm going to be a, the biggest rock star in the world instantly. And, and, um, you know, so at the beginning it was more, it was, I, I was learning to start going, maybe, maybe I should have been a, you know, a little more grateful that we were on an arena tour right away off the bat. You know I mean? Not like, why aren't we headlining? Why aren't we on the bus? Why don't we got that? And now I'm like, man, this is just all gravy. And I can't believe I did all that stuff. That's pretty awesome. You know? And, and I guess that just comes with age and, and doing it. And, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm so happy right now. I, I think I'm in the best place in my career. Um, musically, creatively, everything. It's just, um, I feel like I'm in my prime right now. So I'm, ex- I'm excited for the future. Well, I mean, if, if I were you, I would be excited for the future as well. Again, you get to work on all stuff when it comes to music, you know, writing music for new medicine now, get to work on stuff for all the other bands that you're working with. And you get to just live that and be fully embodied in there. And like you said, like, you know, when you were 19, opening on a read tour, it's like, oh, you know, why can't, why shouldn't we be bigger? Like, why aren't we the ones headlining it? Now that you get older, it's like, of course, as you get older, you learn more, you gain more perspective, you get more experience in life, yeah. you gain more wisdom. And now you're seeing it as, okay, what's really making me happy? And you're yep. just, you're just going gangbusters on what's making you happy. So yep. hell yeah. Yep. I mean, it's, it's the positivity is just radiating from you at this point. So you right. can easily tell that that's the case. Yeah. It's just been, it's been a really good, like couple, two, couple, two, three years, I guess. But I mean, this year was by far my best year in music by far. Um, as far as like, as a writer, as a producer, as an artist, all of the, all the, the hats that I wear, they just kind of all started coming together. Weird stuff where it's like, you know, I, I remember when I got signed and it was like there was a band called Hey Monday and the singer was named Cassidy Pope. And I remember her and I thought, oh, that, that band's pretty cool. And we were signed at the same time. And little do you know, she wins the voice. She becomes a country artist. I get on a Zoom right with her. We write a song. It's her first single this year. And it's like, you know, the, the little it's so weird. I remember meeting her years and years and years ago. And 
when we first got on a zoom, we were like, I'm like, dude, remember warp tour 2009. And I like, <laughs> and uh, so many things have just kind of come together this year from, from all over the place. I remember when I was with, you know, Dan from my band from new medicine and, uh, we were, we were, we first heard Florida Georgia line and we were like, man, they're kind of like a rock band, but they kind of like do hip hop. They kind of sound like Nickelback, but they're like, like, these guys are crazy. They're good, man. And I thought, man, I wish I could write a song with them one day. And it's like, I'm working on records with both of those guys right now. And Florida Georgia line, I had a song on their record and, and that I got to produce. And I was just like, you know, I just, it's amazing to watch all that stuff kind of come together now. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. I kind of have to pinch myself sometimes. I'm like, damn, this is, I mean, I, I don't know how it happened, but I just, I, you know, just kept working hard, I guess, you know? And that's one thing I've been to continually seeing is just, yeah, it's going to take a lot of hard work to get to anywhere you want in life, whether it's, you know, your passion about music you want to make in the industry as an artist, you want to be do something like with me or the podcast, you want to be a part of like some sort of record, you want to be a DJ on a radio station, be a DJ on Octane, or I mean, anything when it comes to just any kind of thing you're trying to do and build for yourself. So you kind of just not just doing that, you know, standard corporate, you know, nine to five kind of job thing. It's just really going after something that you're passionate about. It's going to take a lot of hard work. It's going to take a lot of perseverance. But, you know, if you keep grinding, keep working, and keep trying to build your skill set, eventually you'll get good, get good and you'll get to a point in time where, like you said, you're working on music with people that, you, that you've that you known for many years. You're working on music from people that you're like, hey, I kind of like their stuff. That's kind of cool. And you get to ch- a chance to kind of take a step back and be like, wow. Yeah. Look at everything amazing. that's happened. Like, take it, like, actually take stock in it. Yeah. And, and, you know, the first time that happened was with new medicine was with when we were on tour with Avenged Sevenfold, because I remember buying a ticket to their show in like, Oh seven, I was in high school still. And, uh, I, me and Dan bought a ticket. We were out in Los Angeles and I bought a ticket to the show and we were like, maybe going to move out there to like, I don't know. We're like, maybe we'll go to school out here or something. I don't know. And I was like, you know, whatever, we just keep the band out in LA. Cause I don't know, I'm from Minnesota. And I'm like, I don't know this, how are you going to make it in Minnesota or whatever, you know? But anyways, we went out to a show and I remember watching Avenged and me and Dan looked at each other like, man, we're going to do this one day. And then I just remember like fast forward 2011, we're all sudden five years later, we're in an arena opening up for them. And then in comes to our dressing room, walks the guys from Avenged and, they're like, what's up, guys? Like, dude, we love your song Race at the Bottom. That's awesome. And we're like, dude, we did it. Like, full circle, man. Like, we bought a ticket to the show. We said we were going to start a band. We did it. And uh, I think anything that's happened in my career, man, is just because it's not because I'm the most talented person. You know, I think I'm talented. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, I suck. But um, there's a million talented people, but I've continued to show up and show up and show up and show up and show up. And it's not always been easy, man. You know, like there's been so many no's in my career. I've gotten two record deals I got dropped from, you know what I mean? Like, it's just been no, no. Okay, you almost made it. No, okay, you almost made it. And even the story of New Medicine, where all of a sudden we go on hiatus because I was so fed up with the music business, just kind of, you know, running me around really, you know what I mean? And I, and I was paying managers and agents and lawyers and this and, and business managers and 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 kind of just going where did it all go like what's happening you know and i'm i'm broke out here and i'm you know and i was so fed up with it and then so i take a hiatus and i go away for a little bit and the second we go away the band blows up on spotify it's like out of nowhere all of a sudden we just garner this massive fan base and i start going everywhere i start going you know i go to minnesota i'm in wisconsin i'm in 
wherever I'm at now, people go, dude, oh, I love new medicine, man. And I'm like, we, my friend played it at his party and I saved it on my playlist. And I'm like, this is incredible. It, it, it was all that work from before showing up. And, and, and uh, so, yeah, it's, an, it's, it's been an interesting ride, but I'm, I'm glad to be where I'm at. And when it comes to the whole entire hiatus thing too, I can understand where you're coming from, where you're working so hard and it's just the amount of it's, you know, the talent is there and the, all of a sudden the fan base is there. You're seeing all the stuff that you're doing on tours. Like, again, I was reading up on you guys, like touring, touring with Stone Sour, Buckcherry, Avenged Sevenfold, Hailstorm. Like you're touring with a lot of these bands that, you know, you look at them right now. I mean, Avenged Sevenfold, massive. Hailstorm with Lizzie Hale, absolutely massive. Stone Sour, even though it's like, okay, they're kind of on hiatus of themselves, but anytime they went anywhere, I mean, it's Corey fucking Taylor. Everyone's going to go yeah, follow huge, that. Yeah. And Buckcherry's still, you know, constantly touring one of the, like two, one of the bands that tours the most out of any band I've ever known yeah. and had the chance to actually interview on the podcast. And all of a sudden, you know, here comes, you, you just get tired of it because of all the hands that are in the pot in terms of, okay, I got to pay these people, this, that, this, that, this, that. It's a lot of like the semantics. And I just had a conversation about this with Elias from Nonpoint as well with different things with record labels in terms of kind of focusing more and on the, like just the end product and not the people that are making the product, which is the artist. Like there's, right. a, there's a whole rigmarole that we went through there that, I mean, I'm just kind of sitting there. It's like, I'm stunned at how much that I didn't even really necessarily know about some of this stuff. And all of a sudden you guys just, you go on hiatus and then the band blows up on Spotify out of nowhere. And it's like, you're still seeing the fact that that hard work is still paying off later down the line. And now if you guys come back releasing new music, you still, you've got this massive fan base that you're working with and you're sending out new music to them. And everyone's like, oh shit, they're back. Right, right, right. It's, it's, it's amazing. And you know, I don't, it's really hard to explain, um, to, to the average person, because man, you go on stage and yeah, I remember the last tour we did was with, was with Hailstorm and they're my good friends that they live in Nashville, dude. I mean, I, I still hang out with Lizzie and Joe all the time. Like, um, I, they were playing me their new record recently. Like I, I love those guys. And, and I remember we were on that tour and every single night was sold out, which was all gravy. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, it's not all about money. Don't get me wrong. But I have said at a certain point, I'm like 26 at this point, And, you know, I got rent now and I got a car payment and I got like a few things. Now I got to pay my own health insurance. Now I got to just, yeah, the van, this, that, and the other, and uh, we're going to be gone for a month and a half. And then there's so much time in between a tour, right? Like, and then when you don't own your masters and your labels owns all your, your masters and you don't make any money off the records, you know, you get like a little advance or something like that, but that's it. And then, and then all of a sudden you're sleeping in a van with the same guys and everybody's frustrated because everybody wants to be on a bus and a private jet and just be comfortable. And it's not even that we want a private jet. It was just, we wanted to have a bus and like a crew and, but we were loading our own gear still, dude. You know what I mean? We're loading our gear. We're driving ourselves to the gigs. We're not making any money. We're, we're getting 20 bucks a day for food and that's it. That's what we're coming home with. And it was just, you know, at a certain point it was like, man, I, you know, I love this but I've already done this thing so many times. And, and I just got so frustrated with, I felt like I couldn't win. And, you know, and it's, and it's also hard. Like there's so much politics that go into music, right. The music oh, yeah. industry. And I'm not trying to blame that on why we didn't have more success on the radio or whatever like that. Like the radio was, was, was good to us. Now were they great to us? I don't know, you know, but what happened is, when Spotify came along, it leveled the playing field and it said like, Hey, you can listen to whatever you want. And people said, we want to listen to this band, 
You know, we don't care what you're playing on the radio. We're going to listen to these guys because I can watch bands that have number one songs on, on the radio have nowhere near the amount of streams that new medicine has with zero radio. You know what I mean? And I'm like, all right, you guys and your big record label now and your big radio single, but the fans now choose way more. And so that's been so, that's what's kind of inspired me to come back and keep making more music was like, I'm like, wait a minute. You mean like, I can put this songs out on Spotify and I don't have to have some label guy tell me what to sound like or what to do anything or when I can put it out or how I can put it out or I can sit, you know what I mean? And, and that's been so inspiring. And so then I was like, okay, well, this is a different game now. You know what I mean? And so that's why I, I'm so excited about the future now, you know? Yeah. It's like right when you kind of, right when you took that break, that's when the game was really beginning to evolve into what it has become because streaming had started to become the more prevalent way for people to consume music because before that, you know, think about when you guys were in 2014. Yeah, Spotify just started becoming the thing. Just and started. And it just started, but people were either still downloading MP3s and putting them onto their phones yeah. or iPods. And yes, I still do that because I still like my little, little iPod that I can work out in the gym and not have any distractions whatsoever from my phone. Nothing. I still like to do that. Or yeah. you had to listen to like the radio and it was going to be whatever that station or whatever the people that were in control of that station where the money was pumping out the songs that they wanted you to listen to. All of a sudden streaming comes along and you know, you pay what, for, like for Spotify at that time, it was like four, five bucks a month. Now it's like 12 or 13. I don't know how it is. I don't have Spotify yeah. premium, yeah. but you pay a certain amount and you get to listen to whatever you want. And all of a sudden people are connecting to Bluetooth, their phones, Bluetooth to their cars. So you don't have to listen to the radio anymore. You can listen to whatever you want and you find something on there like new medicine. You like it. You're going to listen to that instead of whatever was popular on the radio in 2015. You're not going to listen right. to Fetty Wap. You're going to listen to new medicine because that's what you want right. to do. Right, right, exactly. And it's been so that's been so cool to me because it was just like, well, this levels, the, like I said, it levels the playing field because look, look, at I'm not, you know, I feel like uh, I've always tried to be a student of the business as well. And so like, I'm always listening, you know, I know what's going on. You know what I mean? I know how favors happen and stuff. And look, there's 40 spots on the radio, right? Some station has 40 spots and they're going to probably play some recurrent spots, meaning like, you know, a hit that's just a, you know, whatever, a Nickelback song or whatever, an event sevenfold song. That's just like, they always play that, you know, once in a while, but even I love like all these spots. Right. And it's like, there's a million record labels. There's a million bands, you know, I remember coming out one time. And uh, so we're on the same record label. We're on Atlantic records with Shinedown and Hailstorm. And I think at the time Stone Sour was through Roadrunner, which was the same radio team as Atlantic. So same label, really. It's just a big shell, you know, a big mm -hmm. umbrella. And it's like, hey, guys, well, Foo Fighters have a their, Foo Fighters are trying to get a new song on the radio. Uh, Stone Sour's got a song coming out. Shinedown's got a song coming out. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, and New Medicine has a song coming out. Hailstorm's got a song out coming out. And New Medicine has a song coming out. And we were brand new. And it's like, well, we got the Papa Roach brand new song, which proven proven band, big success. Chevelle's got a new song out. Hailstorm, and, the, and you're all competing for the same spot. And it was at the time, I remember Hailstorm had just caught wind before us. And uh, Shinedown was already just on. They were coming off that huge record. And so everything they were getting was getting added. So when the, the PDs at the station go like, the Atlantic rep is going into these stations. They're going, Hey man, we can, can you play the new shine down? Yep. I'll add that. Cool. Can you play the new Hillstorm? Yep. We can add that. Cool. Can you play the new stone sour? Yeah, we can add that. Hey, how about new medicine, man? Look, I got so many other, maybe I can fit them in a little bit. Right. And so it's just, you're just, it's just a product of the business. I mean, like there's just not enough spots for everybody to be, you know, they pick their, pick the winning teams. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, and I'm okay with that. It was okay. I was just like, you know what? 
you know, they're not seeing it. The radio is not seeing it. They're they've picked, you know, and they, and they like something that's uh proven successful already. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Foo Fighters, which, yeah, I love Foo Fighters, too. And yeah. I want to hear the new Foo Fighters. But um, anyways, we managed to now evade that system and kind of go. Now I have a song fire up the night with 50 million streams. And I'm like, man, like the radio never played that song one time. You know what I mean? But 50 million people came and listened to that song now. And so um, the powers and the fans, you know what I mean? And we had fans, which is great. Because even how I found out about you guys, although my buddy Bennett was like, hey, have you checked out this song? And he showed me Fire Up the Night. And I literally yeah. say, I took a screenshot of it. And I'm like, well, we're at a freaking party, you know, I yeah. can't really listen to it right now. But I'm glad I took a screenshot because I listened to it the next hour. It's like, damn. All right. <laughs> and I mean, this yeah. was a, this is a couple of years ago, right? This is like, this is when I had just started the podcast and I had just started bringing guests on, like doing the video thing. So seeing yeah. this come forward, like, you know, almost like two, three years later coming full circle is fucking awesome. But it does yeah. speak a lot to, you know, we're talking about with Spotify and streaming where we're looking at the radio. Yeah. They're going to want to play the bands that are proven winners that are going to prove success because they're in it for the money. They're in for the money. What's going to get the people yeah. to come back? The bands that they know. Yeah, they got new songs. Exactly. It's the bands that they know, the bands that they trust. And all of a sudden they're not going to, they're going to take less chances on something new. Exactly. Now when all of a sudden you get Spotify, you get Apple music, you get all these streaming platforms. There's a lot more of this direct to consumer kind of thing where exactly. you're taking away where you don't have to stick in these like 40 spots. It's whatever the hell you want, you know, yeah. however many millions of songs, even billions of songs are on Spotify now. Yep. Yep. And exactly. And even it, what's funny to me is now it's like, even still, man, like, I swear, we still don't get any love on playlists. Like, I'm like, we're not, we're still not on the, like, cause you know, the business now is all about, it's not get on the radio. It's like, get on the front page of this playlist. Right. I'm like, they still not putting me on any playlist yet. Cause I don't have a label. Well, I signed a deal for, I did a song with Imagine Records on this, this latest single. And so I'm finally, they're getting me some playlists now, but like, it was, it's funny. Cause even when we had, I put this song out called fuck it this year. And it's like, dude, that song is getting 10,000 streams a day now. It's just gone. And it's got a million and a half streams. And I'm like, dude, no one's put me on a playlist. The business is ignoring me. And I'm like, but the fans aren't. And I'm like, you guys can sleep on me as long as you want. I'm just going to keep making records and putting them out. And and my fans love them. So. And, and what will end up happening at some point, if you keep doing that, is is eventually the, you know, the curators of those playlists, label, anybody – they're gonna have. They're not gonna be able to ignore the. Yeah. They're not gonna be able to ignore the preferences of the consumer of the product, which is the music fans. It's like, okay, what are you listening to? Well, yeah, it's you're pushing all this stuff, and it might be getting a good number of streams, but all of a sudden you're taking a look at what happens when that goes away. All of a sudden, right. a, a song that might be getting twenty, thirty thousand streams a day gets removed off those playlists after a week because, you know, every Friday there's always a bunch of new music yeah. coming out. There's always going to be that cyclical thing. And all of a sudden those daily streams drop from 30,000 down to 1,000, maybe even less, where you're consistently getting 10, 20,000 a day with no help of that whatsoever. You're seeing where the fans want to go. You're seeing where their eyes and their ears are going. You're seeing where their plays are going. You're seeing what they want to see and what they want to hear. So you're going to end up being able to not ignore that for too long, especially from a Spotify standpoint, from any kind of label standpoint, because you're just going to be losing money at that point. They're in it to make money and that's going to end up hurting their bottom line unless they end up recognizing the trends, recognizing the preferences of the fans, recognize what they're listening to, and then kind of focus in on that. And then those bands that are actually gaining the attention of the fans are going to be elevated through that. Yeah, I mean... You're exactly right there, man. I mean, it's just, um, 
I'm not even really worried. The funny thing is, is now is that like, I'm not even really worried about it because I'm like a bunch of record labels. I, I, I live, you know, I live in Nashville. And so I go out and I'm, I'm at these meetings all the time or at these industry events where like, we'll be going to a showcase or something. I'll see something, dude, what's going on in new medicine, man. I see you guys got a lot of streams that you guys want to talk to us and blah, blah. And I'm like, look, dude, like I got my own terms now because I can make music myself now. And I, and like, I make a great living doing it myself now. And, um, and it's just a different industry now. And, um, I'm able to, you know, the, the advantage I have is I learned to produce myself because I wasn't out of, I wanted to, it was because of out of necessity. Like I got to figure out how to record myself because otherwise I'm constantly waiting for a record label to approve a budget to try to let me go record or to hire a producer. And I'm waiting on his time and I have to wait, you know, and it's like, I want to be able to create whenever I want. And then now it's like the perfect storm where all these things have met up where it's like, okay, wait, so I can make my own records. Oh, wait, so I can just put them out on Spotify whenever I want. And the whole world has them in like a day. This is like, this is like the best case scenario for me. And then add on top of that, a loyal fan base. And now the game's over. Like, I'm like, what do I want a record label for? Like, if I want to be on TV or something, I guess, I don't know if I want to be on the radio, but sure. Will I be on the radio and then not own any of my own stuff? I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if I need to do that. You know, um, I might just do it my own way, really, because um, I'm having a blast doing it, you know? Oh, absolutely. And that's one thing I'm seeing from a lot of, especially up-and-coming bands in the rock and metal scene, is they are really sticking towards staying a lot more on the independent side because of the freedom that they have. And from the people they've talked to, I'm assuming a lot of the people kind of have the same idea and some of the same experiences that you've had as well in the industry where it's like, okay, maybe we can do this ourselves. Maybe we can do this ourselves and be the best at it. I mean, like I said, with nonpoint, like they all started their own record label because of that. One of my good friends in uh Jonathan Orson Van Keem collapse, their band's been independent forever. When I started to- listening to him, this was two and a half years ago. They had maybe 10,000 monthly listeners on Spotify maybe yeah. at the end of at the end of 2021 it was at 200,000 they had two songs that were over mil like over a million streams and that had been you know making it big on octane two straight years in a row it's just yeah. i'm starting to see where that independent side of things is really taking flight because the bands want to have a lot more of that control they want to have a lot more of that flexibility and a lot less of those hands in the pot a lot less of the uh different the politics games that they have to play when it comes to record labels, when it comes to produce, all that kind of stuff. And I get it, you know, they're there for a reason, but if you can do it yourself and you have the time, the energy, the resources and the availability to do it, why not just do it? Right. Exactly. Well, you, you can get locked into these deals, man, that just last forever and you get stuck in them. And, and then the, the second one thing doesn't go right with the label, they're like, oh, no, let's just wait. And, 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 and your career is on the, in the hands of someone else or your guys get like, you know, in New Medicine's case, the guys move to a different label and then we're stuck on a label for like a year with nothing going on because they couldn't find someone to like be our person or whatever. And it's just tons of that stuff that happens. And it's just, I don't need to deal with any of that crap if I don't have to. You know, I understand the, the um, you know, like, working with someone with like imagine you know like so morgan rose from seven dust is the a and r you know what i mean it's like well that me and him get along real great because we toured together before we know each other we're he's been through he's been in my shoes before so stuff like that makes it a lot easier and there's definitely stuff that labels do like setting stuff up like this you know what i mean um but just the classic like sign this big deal and then you're just at this big company and then no one knows you're even you know you're just a line item on a on a on a tally sheet at the end of the year like did they make us money nope all right get rid of them you know um 
so anyways, that's just a different industry nowadays and, and, and I'm happy with it. And, um, I think it puts more power in the hands of, of, of the artists and, um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. You know, we're starting to hit a threshold. Like you said, like it's just starting to hit a point where it's like, okay, we have a hundred million streams now, dude. I'm like going, okay. So I talked to my agents and I'm like, what does that mean? Can we go start playing some shows? Like, should we go back on the road? And they're like, dude, I think we could get you some, you know, good offers, man. And, and like, would you want to do some festivals? And I'm like, you know, so now I'm entertaining all those ideas now. And, and uh, that's just because of the people listening to the music. Yeah, especially, I mean, again, 100,000 streams, that is a hell of a lot of streams. 100 million. And 100, I said 100,000. Okay, my bad. There's my mess up for the day. Thank you for correcting me. No, 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 no. It's just, I'm like, well, 100,000, I don't know if I would be, a, you know, that's great too, but 100 million, I'm like, I'm proud of that number. Yeah. Yeah, 100 I'm million. 100,000, too. Don't get me wrong. 100 million. Okay, let me recorrect that. 100 <laughs> million. Again, like, you know, $100 million. <laughs> exactly. So there's there's a lot of demand that has been built up for the band. So if you go back out on the road, if you end up playing some of these festival dates, you're going to be something where all of a sudden it's like the return of new medicine. There's going to be people that are drawn to that. A great example of that that I saw in 2021 when I went out to the Blue Ridge Rock Fest was the return of drugs because it was their first oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I toured with those guys. Yeah. Maybe, I think it was eight, nine years, the first time they played a live show. And that stage was packed. So yeah. it's like if there's a if, if you can tell that there's a demand there, especially at a festival setting, and you kind of marquee it as like the return of people are going to come and see that. Oh, I think are so too. And people beg us packed. to go back on the road. And honestly, I've just gotten this huge like urge to just get out there and rock the fuck out again. Like I'm like, dude, I I, I work in country and I have a, a solo country artist project, Jake Rose, that I put tons of songs out with that. And I've done a lot of country touring, which is great. I love doing that. Don't get me wrong. Cause I like, I like doing more than just one kind of music. Cause like I have just so much to say and so many things I want to, and I love playing my story songs and doing that. And that's a whole different side of me, but getting on stage with new medicine is just like, there is no, uh, there's nothing like it, dude. And I, and I just hit another gear that I, I don't know if I hit anywhere else. And it's just when I'm writing songs for new medicine, that's what I think is, um, that's what I think people like about new medicine is just, it's just kind of like, I don't get, I don't give a fuck. Like I just go and do whatever I think is cool and fun, you know? And, uh, I, so I'm excited about it, dude. I, I think we're going to do some shows this year at some point. I just don't know when, but, um, I'm talking about it and that's exactly how I'm going to bill it is like, yeah, we're back. You know, these bands, like all the bands were friends, we 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 were fans of us, you know? And like, they're like, dude, we love you guys. You know, like, that's why we got all these great tours, which was awesome. You know, like, but we were like, at the end of the day, we're like, well, we can't make a living off of Avenged being fans of ours or like Hailstorm are our big fans. But like we need we need the freaking record label to be a fan of us so they could pay us. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, but I'm excited, man. I think it'll be really cool. And I think there's a lot of people that would love to see it, you know. I mean, when you open, it's not going to be an if at this point. It's going to be a when you guys end up playing some of these shows and when you announce the dates for some of these. I mean, I'm going to be looking, waiting, seeing for those dates to drop and seeing when you're going to be coming around my neck of the woods. And all of a oh, sudden, yeah. boom, right when all of a sudden those tickets drop, I mean, the outcome's a credit card. And all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom, I'm set, ready to roll. Yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah, we'll definitely be coming your way because you're, you're, you're in the heart of the new medicine territory over there, you know? Um, you know, I, I don't know. There's, there's, there's a lot of bands that we know too, that are friends that I, you know, want to take us out again. So we'll see, you know, I think it's going to happen. I talked to my agent a few weeks ago and it's the end of the year now. So things are slowing down as far as booking, but, um, as soon as the new year comes in and, um, 
there's some festivals that we're talking to already and stuff. And, and I had, I had started getting venues asking me like, Hey, could, what, what's going to take to get new medicine to come play here? And I'm like, huh, I don't know. Let me see, you know, uh, let's dust off the old guitar, the old electric guitar and Marshall stack, you know, I, I'm ready, dude. I'm ready because I, I, I see the fans love the music and that's what I've always wanted to do. You know what I mean? And, and, um, I just wanted to do it on my terms and I kind of dipped my toe a few years ago. Like, can I do this on my own terms? Can I put out a song and what, what's going to happen is like, well, that one got 4 million streams. Like, well, can I put another song out? Oh, okay. That's got 2 million streams now. And like, you know, I'm like, well, damn, okay. I can do this. You know what I mean? And, and, and so that's, what's really inspired me to just go, you know what, I'm going to go out and do it and I'm going to do it on my terms, you know? Well, cause if, if I'm correct in this, cause I, I was trying to do as much, you know, basically homework as I could to kind yeah. of, again, find out as much when it was the time to come back, when you dropped that first single with a new medicine, wasn't that like right as the world started shutting down from the pandemic? Yeah. It was like right at the beginning of that. And I was <laughs> like, Oh great. Here's the song. I had put an EP out for my country project and I'm like, let's put out this song. I'd been working on that song for a long, long time. I just wanted, I just wanted it to be, you know, something different for us. And, uh, but I love the saying of it, die trying. I'm like, man, I just, I, Cause that's what I, you know, the sentiment of what I really was doing was like all my life I've had to keep fighting. I'm a, I'm a prove them wrong. I'm a die trying. It was like, I'm going to prove everybody wrong, dude. That like, I can do this without a record label. I can, I know I can. And it's like, and that song came out and it just is slowly just kind of just, just up into the right. And now, and now that song's get 8,000 streams a day, 9,000 streams a day, no playlists and just fans and, and, um, and that just inspired me, dude. And I, and I just, now I'm just, now the wheels are turning. I, I, I'm working on a song right now that uh, uh, a collab song with Adelita's way who I've done a song with them before with new medicine called own it. But um, uh, we wrote this song just last week out in Las Vegas. So I've been working with Adelita's way as well for like the last four or five years. And I did a song called notorious. I wrote and produced and that song blew up for them. And so then it was like, you know, uh, okay i like i like making records and you know and then i thought man i should really be making some new medicine records and rick the singer was like dude you should you know like and we did another song called what it takes that's got 10 million strands we are still hungry that was on octane and and it's just been fun man because now i'm just making music with my friends and people are listening to it you know and uh it's amazing man and just enjoying it i mean and then you take a look at the most recent single that you guys released in december called life like this and yeah. just and i mean because of course that was the one where when i requested for like okay can i get new mess podcast it'd be fucking awesome listen to that whole entire song and i'm listening i'm thinking and it just there is so there's a lot of energy behind the song. it's a lot of fun to listen to and you can kind of tell exactly seeing kind of how this evolution like okay what you're just talking about you know die trying just coming back just no matter what i'm gonna keep trying to do so also you get to life like this and it just kind of shows some of that you know I'm happy with where I'm at and everyone else that kind of was like, you know, oh, maybe not, not this constantly. The ones that are saying no to it. Yeah. Take a look at this. Like you're probably right. the ones that are not having fun. Look at me, right. look at what I'm doing. I'm working on music, playing guitar for a fucking living. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly, man. It's funny, man. I go to these, like I said, I go to these shows and it's been so funny to see the way people look at me different now. Oh man, dude, new medicines. Oh, do you? I'm like, where were you five years ago? <laughs> Where were you five years ago when we didn't have a hundred million? Oh, really? You didn't, you didn't, you weren't so sure about my record. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, guess what? That record's got a lot of streams now, but you know, I don't, I really don't carry any resentment like that. I just, I'm just more like happy that I've made it through and that people are listening to my music and I'm just like, Hey, thank you, God. This is great. I'm going to keep doing this and I'm going to keep working my butt off. And, and, and yeah, like, 
there's no rules like you, you, you know i have two new medicine songs like right now that i'm working on that i'm like they're they're not they're not similar dude like one is like hype crazy and one of them's like really moody and cool and uh and they don't sound like life like this and they don't sound like die trying and like i think that's what people liked about new medicine you don't ever know what to expect and i really don't get i don't get butt hurt when a fan's like oh, i don't like this one and i'm like that's fine like you know, I like it, <laughs> you know, and, and it's not for everybody and every song's not for everybody. So. No, if you try and please everybody, you're going to disappoint everybody. That's one thing I've learned in life. Yep. Yep. And, and, and like, I think some people are pleasantly surprised, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, everybody was like, oh man, you know, like when I put die trying others, like, it's kind of like, there's a lot of, there's not many guitars in this. And I was just like, yeah, I'm doing something different for a, for a change. Just give me it, you know, listen to the lyrics and the melody. Like, I think that's one of my best songs. And, and then it got me a whole different audience came into new medicine that were like, do we love this is like 21 pilots or like, whatever, this is really modern. And then, you know, people think like, oh yeah, they can't do the guitar or punk rock shit. And I'm like, how about life like this? How's oh yeah. that? And everyone was like, dude, dude, this sounds like the first record. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I can still do that shit, dude. Watch. I was like, I just like to try to do different stuff and to challenge myself to not do the same thing over and over again. Right. Like, um, I don't really like bands that when I listen to them and I go like, okay, this is the same record. You know what I mean? Like it sounds like the last record, you know what I mean? And, uh, I like to be surprised, you know, I think Foo Fighters always do really great job. Like, kind of trying to make a whole new thing or whatever, or like Queens of Stone Age or, um, you know, when you hear Radiohead, a band like Radiohead over the years, you're like, their records from record, you're like, whoa, they were in a totally different mood here. And then they like, then they, this record, they had no guitars on it. They only did keyboards. And then this one, they, and it's just fun as a creator to just be able to be free, you know? And it's already with the, with new medicine, like there's an expectation there that you've already built up now where it's like, okay, you don't know what to expect. So you can do whatever you want. You can pull whatever influence you want there. Cause when yeah. I even heard life like this, like I started listening, I'm like, holy crap, there's a lot of punk influence in here. And yeah. me being someone who absolutely loves punk rock. I mean, I'm all for, it. I'm loving the energy oh, yeah, of dude. it. I'm loving the drive behind it every step of the way. And I'm just like, God damn, it feels like with something like this, all of a sudden, if I see you go on tour with like anti-flag and Pennywise, I'm not thrown <laughs> off by a one goddamn bit. Yeah. Well, people always said that, like, who are you going to tour with? And I'm like, I don't know, whoever the fuck wants to have us on the road, dude. Like, you know, and uh, I mean, I think there's always like a overarching theme lyrically and just it's fun. It's just um, I have a statement. So, you know, whatever. But. Look, man, yeah, I grew up on punk rock. I grew up in hip hop. I grew, you know, I grew up in Minneapolis where it's like atmosphere was huge, but so was the triple rock social club. And it's like, you know, I went and saw, you know, Dillinger four and all these bands there. And you know what I mean? Like I grew up loving punk. I saw anti-flag a million times, bad religion, all those bands, you know, for God's sakes, Bill Stevenson from black flag produced our first record. Do you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. Race to the bottom was produced by Bill from black flag, the drummer. Yep. So we got, we got punk rock roots, man. We, you know, that's, that was our first album. I was with him, you know? Yeah. And like, that's, that's something that's absolutely incredible. They really just like be able to pull in something like that, where you, you're working with drum for black flag for your first record. And all of a sudden, you know, we're coming back 10, 11 years later for life like this. And it's just, it still has the same, it still has a similar punk drive to it. Still very inject for some, again, some like myself, I'm like, I'm feeling like, you know, if all of a sudden I saw you guys open up or like, or open up like a front tour or maybe a headline for whoever might be like with Pennywise, their anti-flag there, or somehow open up for like Rise Against. I'm like, this would just fit so well without any premonition. All of a sudden it's like, okay, this just feels like the total flow of the show. And all of a sudden you get a room packed with like five, 
6,000 people in there. I'm going to use a rise against the example on this one. And all of a sudden, it's like everyone's just having a kick-ass time listening to medicine. And like probably third, probably at least out of, let's say, 5,000, at least like 3,500 of those people would be like, that new medicine? Yeah. Oh, shit, I've heard them before. They're back? Yeah! Exactly, dude. Yeah, and that's what we're hoping, man. And 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 I think good songs are good songs. Like, you know, we tour with bands that were heavier than us, and it's like, you, you know, as metal fans, dude. And the, the funniest thing to me is like, it's like, dude, I went to black metal shows, bro. Like, I, I love metal, dude. It's great. You know, like, I used to listen to, you know, As I Lay Dying and On Earth and all these bands and whatever, and, you know. I love metal, but the met the, it is just this weird like metal mentality of like pussy, you know. You guys are singing, <laughs> you know, and it's like, and we're like, dude, whatever. Uh, and, and we even we like I always prided ourselves on like we go open for events and they're very metal, you know. What I mean, like they're very like you know, and skulls and metal and whatever. And we were like playing a couple like heartfelt songs, but man, we made a lot of fans out of those people. They loved it. You know what I mean? Like, I think it took a few songs. They go, wait a minute. They're not metal. And then they go, wait a minute. That song's pretty good. Like, let me look them up. Let me go. And then, you know, we're personable guys, man. We're from the Midwest. We're from Minnesota, you know, and we'll go to the merch table and we start shaking hands. And dude, like, I can tell you, I've probably shooken, you know, a good chunk of our fans' hands. You know, now, now we've kind of had this weird, like, you know, viral thing on Spotify. So I'm sure there's some people that I have not met, but of the core fans of new medicine, man, like I probably know a lot of them. If I saw their faces again, and I mean, I'd, I'd remember them because it's a, it was, it, it was like a family, man. So. And one thing I'm always a huge proponent of, especially is, I mean, it bands at really any size, but like, I know it's harder for some of those big bands. Like when you get a chance to just actually meet the fans at some of those shows, you don't know how far that goes for the for a fan because, yeah, your music might mean so much to me. Your music might have done something for me where I could have been in a real dark place and all of a sudden the music that you ended up making ended up, you know, making me feel like everything was okay. Like, all of a sudden, we're going to get out of this. We're going to be fine. And if I get a chance to see you perform live, like, that's going to be really important for me because I'm going to feel that energy. I'm going to feel alive once again. But if I get a chance to actually come up, meet you, shake your hand, and maybe have a two to like a two minute conversation with you out of nowhere, or even like thirty seconds, it doesn't even matter. You don't know how much like for someone as a fan like that means. Well, actually, I should say you do know what that means because you're fans of many bands. Like when Avenged Sevenfold yeah. said they liked you, it's just like holy shit. Exactly. I remember being at Warp Tour, maybe like oh seven, and meeting Rise Against. I remember they signed my Warp Tour ticket, and I was sitting there like, "Will you sign my ticket?" And then I, when we did our record with Bill, because he produced their band, and we were in, we were in Colorado, uh, in Fort Collins, and they came into the studio because they were playing Red Rocks that night, and they came and we're like just hanging out, playing video games together. You know what I mean? And then we go to Red Rocks with them, and you know, it's it's all these full circle moments. But um, yeah, I mean, we're just I I just feel very blessed to that all, all the fans we have and. And um, the, the, the fans mean something to me. And it means something to me that the music um, is getting people through stuff. Like people are talking to me about fuck it a lot. Cause I just said like, dude, don't take everything so seriously. Don't let something like get you down so much. Fuck it, dude. Life is too short, man. That's what that song was about. And I wrote it uh, last year during the pandemic. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't say this. And, and I was writing with my friend that I wrote fire up the night with and He's like, dude, just, I was like, I mean, this could, it could just be called fuck it. And I could go like this. And he's like, I love it, dude. And I was like, you think this is a bad idea? And he's like, fuck it. And I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> and, and, and look at the song is, is crushing it now. And I get a lot of people that are like, man, I've, I, this is my mantra, dude. And, and, uh, and, uh, 
And so that's great. And then I have songs like, you know, Little Sister, which are like about losing my little sister. And people talk to me about that song all the time still. Like a lot of people have the lyrics tattooed on them, you know, and and, and that song means something to people. And and then there's songs that people just want to get fucked up and drink to. So it's like, great. We got that covered, too. So, yeah, you've got all your bases covered and kind of like what your your mindset behind writing. Fuck it's like kind of like what it meant. I kind of took a little bit of some approach when I listened to life like this, just because I, when it comes to like, even like the people that I hang around with, like my circle of friends, a lot of them are, you know, settling down, getting married, having kids. And then there's me. It's just like, Oh, there's a concert I want to go to tonight. Oh, there's a monster I'm going to jump into. Fuck. Yeah. I'm going to do it all of a sudden. You know, I come back home and all of a sudden my friends see me the next day. I've got a cut above my eye. I went to a wedding with a broken finger from the night beforehand because I was in a pit and I broke. And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm just going to tape this up and we're going to keep going because that's what I like to do. It's like, Oh, well you really want to keep doing that. I'm like, this is what makes me feel happy. I love doing right. this stuff. This one makes me feel alive. Are you right. just mad that you're not doing what you're doing? I'm kind of thinking that, but I'm like, I hope you guys are doing what you're doing because I hope that you're happy, but don't judge me because I'm just having living my life the way I want to, and I'm happy doing it. And you know what? At the end of the day, if there's negative consequences to it, I'll deal with them, but I'm still enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. And you know, life like this is like that because it's just, I just never wanted to kind of like do what I supposed to, everyone tells you you're supposed to do. Like you're just supposed to like, get a job and work and not have fun. And I'm like, fuck that dude. Life is short. I'm going to go do, I have a big appetite for life and, and, and just experiences and stuff. You know what I mean? So like, I love to travel. I love to go to like, say same with me, dude. Like I still love going to a concert, even though I've been to millions of concerts, you know what I mean? Like I go so many concerts and I'm, I've had the privilege to be on stage with so many people, but like, I still go to a show and just go like, damn, this is awesome, dude. You know, like, um, and uh yeah it's just it's it's incredible and and but that song like you said that's kind of what it is for me it was just like dude i'm gonna max out my life like i'm gonna i'm gonna stay for that extra drink and, ha- and talk to my buddy that night i'm gonna smoke my cigar you know if, and if that's what kills me that's what kills me dude you know like but i'm not gonna miss out on life you know what i mean playing it safe you know no, absolutely. Even that's something we all should have learned during the pandemic as well, where it's like life is short and all of a sudden things can be taken away from us at any given moment. It could be something like a pandemic, it could be something like an injury, it could be something, you know, you never know what might yeah. happen to you. So yeah. live life the way, live life to the fullest, the way that makes you happy. Cause yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Say, even on my end too, it just, I'll use concerts as an example. All of a sudden, I saw that there was that Black Veil Brides, Moses White, Ice Nine Kills tour, and I love Moses White, and Ice Nine Kills is one of my favorite bands. I'm just like, holy shit, it's not if I can see this tour. My thought process was, how many times can I see this? Because right, I don't want right. to miss out on it. I'm like, oh, I get to see it back to back. Oh, there's a band that I've had in the podcast that's playing the night after those two. Okay, I'll go to that. Oh, Amity Affliction's playing in Chicago the night before I do all this. Yeah, maybe I should go and see that too, because fuck it why not right exactly dude and that's how i think you should live life like book the trip you know what i mean you got you want to go see someplace and you've been wanting to see your whole life go do it man go want you want to see that band that you've been wanting to see your whole life go do it because you never know man like i saw tom petty four times but i wish i would have saw him one more time dude because he was my favorite artist man i love tom petty and and uh i'm glad i did i a few times was a whim when i saw him the first few the first times i saw him was a total whim and I'm glad I did, man, because, you know, look, he passed away. And, and, and so you just never know, man. So, um, yeah, life like this is just that's that mantra, you know? Yeah, you, n- you never know. So, you know, like like you just said, Jake, see that band you want to see. 
I mean, every time I get a chance to go see Rise Against, I fucking do it. I saw him four times in 2021. All of a sudden, they say they're coming to Milwaukee in 2022. I'm getting the pre-sale code. I'm buying tickets to that thing right as soon as I can. And it's like, oh, shoot. I could have gone to see one of my other favorite bands. We came as Romans that same day. But I'm like, yeah, but Rise Against is going to be in town. So I'm going yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. I love Rise Against, too. I've seen them a bunch of times. They're great live, too. Awesome band. No, oh, absolutely fantastic. Like that's what I was kind of thinking. Like, if New Medicine ever went on tour with them, I'd just be like, "This makes a lot of sense." Like, again, flow of the show. It kind of does, yeah, yeah. Actually, it does, yeah. And it's funny because we actually met them guys a long time ago, and yeah, that'd be a good, that'd be a good tour, man. Actually, I think we would fit really well with them. It's like, why can't we? Why can't we make this happen already? Like for this, that's really doing in twenty twenty two. Maybe I should already. talk to my agent and say, "Hey, call this their agent, and talk to them." But can, 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 can yeah. we squeeze in on this one? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Because all of a sudden I was like, look at show, it's like it's full of punk rock. All of a sudden it's like throwing new medicine. I'm just like, well, they play some of the heavier, faster, more punk inspired stuff. They fit right in. All of a sudden, like you said, play Little Sister. It'd be like if Rise Against all of a sudden, you know, then when they stop and Tim plays Swing Life Away and everyone yeah. just is like arm in arm swaying back and forth each other. The pit stops and doesn't. It's just. That's a great it's just song. Beautiful. It's beautiful. That song, man. They're a great band. Yeah. I mean, I think fans would totally dig it. You know what I mean? Um um we're starting to have so many songs in our catalog now that i'm like man i think we could have a great set you know what i mean like um and at, at some point we're just gonna go i mean it, there's a certain point where we're probably ready to headline some of these places you know what i mean so we'll do our own tour at some point you know and and, and uh, you know we'll just see how the, the, the year shakes out i think there's gonna be a minneapolis show i'll tell you that much <laughs> oh i would i would assume it'd be a minneapolis so if there wasn't but if I we just, get the I'd if i get the dang thing if i get the if I get the machine running, then we got to just let that baby run for a little bit. You know what I mean? I want to go play more than one show. I want to go, you know, rip it. You know, I'm, I'm just going to be getting warmed up. Yeah, it's like I don't want to – you don't want to do like a one-off or two-off show kind of thing. No, no, no. Yeah. You want to have like a nice solid set of dates to work with. So it's, you know, by the end of the year, it's like, okay, how many shows do we play with New Medicine? I don't know, like 60, 65. It's like, right. yeah, that's that's a pretty pretty big slate of shows that you guys put together. Right, exactly. So we'll, we'll just see what, what, what starts coming in and – it might start slow and then and pick up more and we'll just kind of just start slow and see how it goes. But um, I think there's a big demand for it. And I think there's a lot of markets like that we did well in before and there's no telling now how we would do, you know what I mean? With all this streaming success we've had now. So um, I'm excited to see what happens. And the best part about it all too is, is you can do it the way that you want to do it. You can do it on your time. You're making all the decisions on it. So yeah. if there's something where it's like, Oh, well, the money might be good, but it's just something we just don't want to actually, you know, it's maybe, you know, the, the there's other offers that we feel like we would just be better off with. Yeah, you yeah. can make that decision. You don't have to have a bunch of other people be like, oh, we want you to go with this decision. No, it's whatever the hell you guys want to do. You guys want to go play that? You guys want to go on this tour? Fuck it. Go on that tour. You want to play that festival? Yeah, go and play that festival. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, there, there, there's so many times back in the day where it was like, Hey, they want you guys to go open up for this band for six weeks and they're only going to pay you $200 a show, but we really want you to do the tour. And I'm like, well, how are we going to make that work financially? Well, we'll have to just figure it out. You have to sell a lot of t-shirts. And I'm like, you know, we just put ourselves in such bad situations back then because we felt like we had to. And now I'm like, no, dude, like, I don't want I don't need to make a million dollars a show or nothing like that. I just need to be, get me there and get me a hotel room that night so I can sleep somewhere nice and I'll put on a badass show and, and let me go meet my fans and, and now at this point, it's like, you know, I think that's very possible for us to, to you know, to um, to tour comfortably and, and to there's a lot of fans out there, man. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of get back out there and see what happens. 
Well, I'm excited to see what happens when you guys do get out there. I mean, again, you guys have been coming out with singles. You've already working on some other new music already for New Medicine. There's going to be more releases. It's going to be somewhere all of a sudden 2022 is going to kind of roll around. We're going to get halfway through and all of a sudden it's going to be like, holy shit, New Medicine came back with a fucking vengeance. You're going to see it on like Loudwire Kerrang. I'm looking at those uh, articles. I'm just going to stare at my computer screen, point my finger and say, fucking right they did. (laughs) Hell fucking yeah, dude. Yeah, we're... uh... I got big plans, dude. I mean, I, I, the, it always just started with the music for me, right? You know what I mean? Like, that was the thing for me. That there's no gimmick in New Medicine. There was no, like, I don't know. You know, they wear all the same clothes or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, or he wears a doctor's uniform. It's like, no, it's just great fucking songs. That's it. That's the gimmick. And so um, I'm working on these songs now, and I felt like I hit the pinnacle of my, you know, songwriting and producing and experience of, you know, the years of all this all colliding to, like, Oh shit. Now I can make really good sounding records, but I also have spent the last 15 years writing songs. Oh shit. Also, I can write really good songs by myself now. And, and, you know, and, and like I said, all these different things kind of aligning, I, it just feels right for me right now. You know I mean? It's just felt like it's meant to be like the fans went on Spotify and said, we love you, dude, make more music. And then it's like, and meanwhile, the last 10 years where I went away and all this stuff, I was only working on learning how to make records and be a better writer, producer and, and musician and everything. And so I'm just excited, man. I think it's going to be a great year. And I have, I would say at least five songs are going to come out this year. Maybe more, maybe more. I just won't ever put anything out that I don't, I don't like comb through it a thousand times and feel like this is really, I write songs that I think are for new medicine. Then I go, you know what? It's not, it doesn't fit our, doesn't fit the, you know, it doesn't go through the filter. Right. Nope. That's not going to work. But um, I have two right now done that I'm like, these are going to be coming out soon. So, Oh, I'm excited to hear about those. And yep. well, another thing too, is you said that it's kind of like the pinnacle of it. No, I, I don't think it's the pinnacle because a pinnacle is pinnacle top. No, it's not the top. It feels like all the years of experience that you put together in the music industry, writing songs, performing, and then all of a sudden working, producing, writing with other people, all that stuff. Instead of being at the pinnacle, it's like the final, like the meshing point where all of it's coming together and it's kind of like everything's coming together in a line. All of a sudden it hits and it just goes up. Like it's all yeah, going up yeah. together. So it's like, it's finally, you hit that mesh point and everything's shooting up and you haven't hit that pinnacle yet because there's still a lot. Man, the sky's the limit, baby. Let's there's go. There's still a lot of life dude, left I don't to care live, man. The big, I, you know, look, dude, I, you know, my goal is like, yeah, I want to play fucking stadiums, dude. So don't get me wrong, but go, circling back to the beginning of the podcast, right? When yeah, I talk yeah. about like, I'm very happy where I'm at. So like, yes, if you tell me like, dude, you know, in five years, you're going to be playing stadiums. You keep this up. Great. I would fucking, I will be there, buddy. But I also in five years, they're going to be really happy if I'm just, Hey dude, you got 300 million streams now. And you know, you every song you put out is doing great. And you have a, you can go play a thousand seaters whenever you want and play some festival. I'll be very, very happy with that, man. So I'm just, I'm grateful and, and I'm excited. And uh, music's my passion is it more than it's ever been. Honestly, man, I I've, I've loved it for my whole life, but you know, uh, it's just, it's so cool to kind of be in the mix now. And so it's, it's very fun, man. It's exciting. I think it's a great way to kind of close up this podcast too. Cause we started out with the fact that you're just living life, the happiest you've be- you've ever been just really focusing on the things you want to do and everything is coming through full circle. And it's just like, okay, we're still at that point and more great stuff is still yet to come from you, from new medicine, from pretty much all the other stuff you're doing as well. So 2022, we're just going to have to keep watching out for what new medicine's doing, what you're doing, is yep. J-Girls, all that stuff. We just got to keep watching out for it because we know quality is going to be the name of the game. Yep, 100%, brother. Hell well, yeah. 
100%. And as we bring this podcast to close, Jake, one thing I like to do at the end is to give my guests a chance to say anything they want to say, plug whatever they want to plug, promote whatever they want to uh, promote. So, Jake, floor is yours. Sweet. Well, thank you, man, so much for uh, having me on here. And I appreciate the support for the band. And uh, yeah, I would just say just go follow us on Spotify. Um, go check out our new single, Life Like This. Um, you know, uh, we have another song I'll call Fuck It that I'm really proud of. And uh, look out for us in 2022 at, you know, a, a concert venue near you, a festival, and a lot of new music coming out. So perfect. Now it's time for me to end the podcast with three very specific things. Number one, yeah, new medicine. If you haven't heard, everybody, if you probably listened to this podcast, so you've heard, they're fucking back. There's a lot of crazy stuff that's going to be happening in 2022 with them. A lot of great stuff that they've come out with in 2021. And you're just going to go back and, you know, listen to all the good stuff that they've come out with previously. Plus, you yeah, want to yeah. follow them on social media. You want to keep tabs them. You want to know when they come out with, you know, the next shows they're going to play. You want to check out, get some merch, all that stuff. So, Instead of having to look all this stuff up yourself, let me do the legwork. Look at description of the podcast. You can see Find New Medicine Online. Links, labels, descriptions. It's one-click, one-stop shop to go follow them on all their social media. Subscribe to all their stuff. You know, buy some merch. Go buy tickets to a show when they announce new shows. Uh, stream their music. Subscribe to that stuff. Download music. Buy music. Everything is going to be there for you. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. I'm doing all the legwork. All you got to do is click those buttons and you're good to go. Now it's time for number two, Jake. This is a something I like to do for guests that I have in the podcast that I've absolutely enjoyed having on the podcast. This has happened 100% of the time, and sir, you have not broken that streak yet. Yeah, so, good, good. sir, my promise to you is this. It does not start with if, because if implies possibility of not happening, and that's a bunch of shit. This is going to start with when, because it implies, yes, it's going to happen. Exact time and date still to be determined. So it is when I get to see New Medicine perform live for the first time. My promise to you is this, sir. First round's on me. All right. That's a deal, dude. That's a deal. I love that promise, man. See, I can't uh, wait. I'll say, I'll see it. All of a sudden, it's like I see it at the merch table after, like, you know, after you're set. All of a sudden, next thing you know, baby. Let's here go. comes two beers. I'm just going to be like, hey, Jake. Told you. <laughs> Told you I'd cover you. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Thank you. So, so on that note, here comes number three. I cannot end this podcast in all good conscience with a goodbye because I'm going to keep tabs on you guys like crazy yeah, through 2022 man. with all the new music you're going to be releasing. I'm going to end up seeing you live at some point in 2022, 100%. making good in that That's promise. Happening. And let's say end of 2022, I'd love to catch up with you once again, the podcast and go through everything you've done in 2022. Yeah, man, let's do it, man. Yeah, definitely just just get in touch with me and i'd love to come back on man and, and hopefully there'll be a lot of new new stuff to talk about hopefully man we're gonna make it happen so on that note jake is this goodbye fuck no it's not goodbye <laughs> yeah. this is see you later cheers brother hell yeah well, well, folks, that was my interview with Jake from the band New Medicine. Once again, if you want to follow along with New Medicine online, if you want to know when they're going to be playing live shows, when they're turning, when, if you want to know when they're going to be releasing new music and where you can stream it and where you can buy some merch all that stuff, take a look at the podcast. You can follow them on all their social media accounts. Watch their YouTube music videos. Buy some merch. Buy concert tickets when they go on sale for New Medicine when they announce live shows. Stream their music, download their music, buy their music, all that good stuff. Links description to the podcast, so go check that out under Find New Medicine Online. Please also uh, follow the Corporate Russian Podcast on all social media platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We post a lot of crazy stuff on there. We're doing a lot of meme stuff now. We're jumping in that for funsies. And if you haven't noticed this week, it's all memes about Spider-Man because, well, J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson. Top notch. 
Also, if you like watching the podcast, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you would rather listen to an audio version, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon. So all links to the podcast are in the well description or below, wherever you want to say. Also, thank you to our sponsors, Phoenix Fitness and Custom Debuts. The links for those places and the discount codes are in the description of the podcast as well. Thank you, Jake, for being on the podcast once again. Can't wait to see the band from live. And on that note, that's going to be it for me today, guys. Thank you for watching listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. So you look big, healthy, and hearty. See ya! <laughs>